welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so happy to share that this episode is sponsored by our friends over at Daft Boy. Daft Boy is an LGBTQ plus owned and operated startup based in San Francisco, committed to creating high quality and unique fans, accessories, and gear perfect for any occasion. Listeners of Block Talk can earn 15% off their purchase at daftboy.com with the code BLOCKTALK15. That's BLOCKTALK15 at daftboy.com. And as always, follow me on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter or whatever we're calling it at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. It's girl band time, and well, interesting is an understatement. We're here to talk all things Drag Race Mexico, and joining me is the biggest fan of Drag Race girl group challenges ever, Precious Envy. Hello. I, I really am. I love a girl group. I love the girl you groups. Really do. Um, but let's not spoil too much for the listeners. But um, were you disappointed in this group? I was disappointed in the first group. The second group was like. There was something I, I don't know what I couldn't I couldn't tell if it was if they were doing the same song because the energy for both was just right. so different yeah, that I was yeah. like, but the second group was like, oh, this is where I'm all that first group. I'm like, mm-hmm. the second group was so much better. And when they said they're being judged individually, I was like, shenanigans, shenanigans. Correct. Correct. All right. Well, um, we got a lot to talk about. Friends, you know how this works. Pronunciations. I apologize. I'm getting better. Um, I'm going to learn official Spanish one day. Um, high school Spanish is not cutting it. And as always, I must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We're discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us, reality television production. We are shown with the editing of a television show wants us to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are real people and given an opportunity to go on television to share their crafts, but they also put themselves in a position to discuss what is said on the podcast is for entertainment to discuss a reality television show. Okay, five episodes into Drag Race Mexico. How are you enjoying it? Um, I'm liking it. The, it's funny how when we did the preview, a lot of the girls that I was kind of like really excited for, they got rid of really quickly. But I'm like, you lose the show, you win the promo. There we go. And some of the queens that were like on my lower tier, I'm like, oh, I'm actually enjoying you a lot more than I thought I would. Um, I feel like it's very clear from the get-go who they want to win. Um, and it does, and it feels like production isn't shying away from us knowing that these are the I, I feel like we know who the top two are it's just a matter of yes. who will get that third spot at this point and i have an idea who that third says, is. i think we who know who number three is and i think we know who number four is after this episode too yeah um, and the thing so, is though, it's not like it's like i like these girls but i feel like it just doesn't feel like it's like a fair competition because even like someone like pixie pixie her runways for the first few episodes were amazing, but they were like, you're safe, you're safe, you're safe. And then they're like, oh, you did bad this week, so this is what we're going to send you home. Yeah, it's almost like they're looking for a specific kind of artist, which is fine. First season, you want to make sure whoever represents the franchise is going to be a worthy representative. Yep. But, yeah, I don't know. 
Very heavy-handed. It's very obvious at this point. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, you shared with us during the preview podcast that you do have some Mexican heritage. Um, are you glad to see this um, Mexican heritage through drag? I am because I'm like I'm one. I, I always lay. I always joke and say I'm a very. I'm the worst Mexican ever because I don't speak Spanish. I like. I'm very white. Everyone's always surprised when they find out I'm Mexican. Um, but it's like I know enough. The like, you know, growing up, I grew up in East Los Angeles. So it's like, you know, Mexico adjacent, as you know, the, as you joke. Um, and so it it was nice to look the little things. I was like, I want a piñata. They did a piñata um, photo shoot. I was like, they've been throwing references to so many different things. And there's a lot of it where I'm like, I don't know a lot of like the more Mexican um, part of it. But it's like, I'm like... I'm just glad to see like my heritage and culture like being given the global stage because all when we get on U.S. Drag Race, it's mostly Puerto Rico and any girl who is of Spanish descent or Mexican descent. You really don't know because they don't really make. It's not about they. They're just like it's not a big thing where someone from Puerto Rico. They're like, oh, you're Puerto Rico because your English is off. Unless her name is Valentina. Well, she came in being like, look, it's me. I will say she's doing a good job as a host, but I feel like Lolita is like. I think she's more comfortable as a host. It's because of the Spanish, because Lolita yeah. is fluent in Spanish and, and uh, Valentina is just a little more colloquial. Uh, but she's trying. She's doing her best. And that's all we can ask. She's, do, she's and, doing her best. Know? That's all. That's it's like, And I'm like, and I feel, I think I was like, I'm liking how she's coming off. Like, she's not coming off like bitchy like she did with her season. She has like, right. I guess they, they gave her like the crash course of like, be warm. When you're when you're a judge, you have to be warm to these girls because if the if if the if the audience doesn't like you as a judge, you know we we'll, we can replace you. All right, let's dive in. It was a hard week in a hardened elimination. No one thought Pixie Pixie would be leaving so soon. They read her mirror message in honor uh, Dixie Dixie one last time. <laughs> Y'all, good for her and her alt account. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Christian will say that the judge's decision did surprise her. Same. She says not that she didn't deserve it, but she worked hard and earned it. Margaret says that Christian is all hoity, but once you get to the top, you have to go down. Or you stay there because you're that good. We'll see. We'll see. Christian does point out that this was Arjuna's challenge, but points out that Gala and the other girls gave it their all, and it was just the little things. Rahina will be a good pageant queen and point out that they did love Christian's look and how she looks incredible. And that, friends, is how you be a good loser. Yeah. Well, she, well, she has experience. You know, you know how to be a good loser. You're, you're Miss Congeniality for Miss Rockbar. Six times. Six. I've yeah. lost it. Six times. Um, no, it's, it's also too. It's like she also did Queen of the Universe which is not the same as Drag Race, but she, but you got an idea of like how you have to be with the judges. You have your composure and other stuff of like, you know, thinking that you're going to get it and not kind of thing. So I also feel, I did feel like because they gave her the win the week before, I felt like they didn't want to do back-to-back wins. And, but I was like, you should have. She was deserving. This could have been a third one. This could have been a third one, but also too. Have I watched a, a video where they were calling about the the Rusical curse? That it's like if you win the Rusical, you don't win the season. 
And I'm just like, we'll, well maybe they, I'm all maybe they're like, well, if Regina's gonna take the crown, you can't give her the musical win because we know it's like you know, unless Christian's gonna be the uh, the one to break the curse. The other girls know that Regina and Christian will be fighting tooth and nail till the bitter end, and I feel like that is what the rest of the season is going to come down to. It's going to be down to the two of them. They are our final. Yep. Mm-hmm. The girls, especially after this week, makeup. yeah, yeah. As they tell Arjani, she looks like a goddess, and she knows that the others should be scared of her because she looks pretty. The competition is on. They have to survive because they're going for the jugular. It's a new day, and the girls sing "Poor Pixie" as a new surprise will await them. Um, did they make up that song? Do you know if that's like a, a, a Mexican song that they rewrote? I was trying to think. I was trying to think if the melody sounded familiar to me, but I, it didn't sound. Now the girls all finally fit around the table, but Hina tells them to not get too comfortable. Those be fighting words. Mm-hmm. Not say that last week she was worried for her sister Arjani, so Margaret wants to give her a moment to talk because she's been all quiet and stuff. She says that maybe she was too confident and wouldn't have to lip sync. Okay, okay. Well, Christian will note that they didn't see her practice at all, and Sanana told her to prepare, which I guess was a trigger for Arhenis, who will snap back and tell her to prepare because she's going to be leaving soon. Okay. Well, now there's this new discussion about Gala's placement in the previous week where Arhena thought she wouldn't be in the tippy-top, and Lady Carol thought Gala was going to win, and I was like, are we watching the same show? Are we watching the same show? What's happening here? I thought Gala did a great job. I, it was a very, it was a very clear the top the, the three girls that did the top best three. were awarded the top three that week, and it was like, yeah, everyone else is kind of like, you know, they were good, but some were a little more forgettable than others. Or every time the camera went, I also felt like every time the camera was on Pixie, it was always a shot where she was like, what am I doing right now? It's like. Yeah. Well, that convo was over because the alarm goes off as it's time to see Valentina. Her video is coded with clothing references, but also references to song lyrics from musical groups of the 90s. Valentina arrives in a little black dress, acting all sensual and shit, like she's a hair model. Well, she reminds (laughs) them that they are almost halfway through the competition as it's now time to use their forbidden moves. It's time to dance. In this mini challenge, they will see who has the pointiest tip to which Gala is like, pixie left. Do you think they've all seen it live and in person? Well, you kind of do when you're in the cha- when you're when you're dressing. There's so many. I mean, we do know that uh, Gala and Pixie did have some sort of thing at some point in time. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing they've all seen it because it's like in every dressing room and whenever. Because remember the early seasons where they yell, "Oh, someone's naked!" Like you know, and you like they blur out the the image of them being like um, you know pantsless. So it's like I'm pretty sure when they're changing, when you're in a dressing room and you're changing, you, your eyes are go, you're going to you know you're trying to unhook this, take this off. Precious, you see a dick. Precious, what happens at Rock Bar stays at Rock Bar. That's only with the curtains closed. In this mini challenge, they are going to get the pit crew to be summoned, looking like a cowboy rolling out a cart of cowboy boots, or as the caption called them, tribal boots. Do you know anything about uh, the term tribal boots? I've never heard them be called tribal boots before. They've always been cowboy boots, but I knew that they were Do like think it's... big in like Mexican culture, so it could just be right. um, it could just be what they're more referred to. 
because I think we okay. refer to like a cowboy, like the American cowboy. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or it could have been another Google translate fail. Mm-hmm. It could have been. Sometimes I'm like, mm-hmm. like they're, they're Google, they're translate on these, on these international shows. Sometimes I'm like, what are you thinking? Like, Oh, I don't get it. They have to take the boots and turn them into drag in two minutes, which is barely enough time to get even a hot glue gun hot. I know. How would you decorate your boots and would they be made for walking? <laughs> oh, sorry. My allergies are going crazy right now. Um, I would find uh, I would find black and red uh, and I'd uh, make them maybe get some skulls to give you like some Day of the Dead feel to it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'd, go, I'd probably go in that route. We will see a dance floor emerge in the middle of the room where Lolita has arrived with her festival gear. What are those wings? Is she just saying I'm a homosexual? (laughs) Um, I don't think she needs to say she's a homosexual. We know she's a homosexual. They got to use their tribal boots and give them their best five, six, several eights as they dance to RuPaul's Cha-Cha Bitch. Is that the only song they're allowed to dance to? Because I remember, didn't they use that in, um, was it season seven? Or season eight when they were in, when they did the dance challenge as well. I don't know. I don't know. It didn't make sense. Like you could tell me honestly that they played a different song in the room and then overlay this, and I would believe you. Oh, I'm sure that might have been the might have been the case. Now I have <laughs> They'll be like, question. we don't want to dance to this. What was with the tarp? I thought someone's going to slip. Maybe they thought it was for safety. I don't know. I was like, that's plastic. Like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't know. I don't or maybe know. they were hoping someone would have an accident. Then it'd be like, good TV. Now, overall, the girls will dance in ways that was expected for them. Nothing crazy. This was just a silly, fun challenge, right? Yeah. A way to get, I think these are, when they do these challenges, it's more like, um, um, it's more like a way for them to get, let off some steam after some stressors. Yeah. All right. My standouts were Gala and her breakdancing on her Hennies in that split. And when they um, put the cryon on the bottom that said Christian Peralta when it was actually Rohina Voce. I saw you post that. I wasn't paying that close attention. So I was like, oh, okay. I wasn't paying that close attention to the names. Uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, but when you posted that, I was like going like, oh, oh, that's, that's funny. That someone's, ha- someone's having a little, little, little gag. But it's not the first time that's happened. I want to say that's happened before where the wrong name was put up in front of the wrong girl. But it's these two. It's the two mm. of them that it's like, okay, okay, I see what's happening here. Now, of course, Lolita will give us a master class on dance in tight pants. And then Valentina does a nice two little two-step. Um, um, and you'll notice that the music does change for Valentina. She is not dancing to RuPaul. Mm-hmm. We learned that there are two winners of this week's mini challenge because, well, we needed to set the action challenge. <laughs> One queen used their best moves, the other served Mexi queer. Our winners are Arjenis and Matraca. Do you agree? I think so. I thought I thought Arjenis did a really good job. Um, and I can't remember Matraca. Me either. Uh, but, but they yeah. each win 9,000 pesos. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Get, get, get your coin whenever you can, girl. Valentina's feeling nostalgic because she used to dream of being in a girls group. That's yep. why this week's Maxi Challenge is Girls Band. What is your favorite girl group of all time? Um, I think... Uh, is hmm. it Dream? 
I do love that fucking song. Um, I know, you know what? I really like it's. I guess it depends on the era. Like in the eighties, I did. I wasn't. I did love Expose. I love Salt and Pepper. Um, I was always. I was big into In Vogue. Um, the Spice Girls. You know, Hold a Special Place. Um, yeah, I guess that. Like, I don't really do so girl groups now. Shh. Um, yeah. Oh no, actually, it's Wild Orchid. Wow, uh, Stacy Ferguson. <laughs> there she is. Gotta support my my kids incorporated girls. We will have our Hennies the dancer and Matraka the personality pick our teams. Our Hennies will select Garavado, Christian Peralta, and Lady Caro. Matraka takes Regina Voce, Margaretia, and stuck with Serena Morena. Uh, which team would you have wanted to be on? Um. I think I would have wanted to be on Matraca's team because that was like, it felt like Arhenis had the big personalities in Gala and Christian. And I felt like Matraca's group was a little more well-rounded. Like you have Regina's, like Regina's going to be your voice. You're going to move. You know uh, Serena can move. And um, wait, who's the fourth one? Serena or... Margaret. Oh, Margaret. And Margaret's just fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Each team will have to pick a name for their group and record their own verse of the song "Asi Soy Yo." How are you at rhyming? Lady Caro is good at it and rhyming also. <laughs> same, same girl, same. There is no time for chatting in the workroom. We are on the main stage to record our chat with Juanita Delgado as Valentina and Lodita watch from the side. They are just voyeurs, aren't they? They are. They're like, ooh, let's see them. Ooh, let's see them work. Ooh. They're, they're like those people I also pay feel, to watch. I also feel like because they're there to watch these rehearsals, I think it adds into when they're judging and they're like, well, in rehearsal, you were doing so well with this, but like sure, you didn't sure. think, I think, I think a lot, it's most of that. Because most of the time, the only time you get that on, you don't get Rue doing the, doing it. It's no, mostly you Michelle. Michelle. You have Michelle. So you have Michelle being like, you know, you, we struggled in rehearsal, you know, to kind of throw that thing to either be like, we're going to add to why you're in the bottom or give reasons why you are the top. Where's Oscar Madrazo? What is he doing during the day? He's got nothing to do in Colombia while they're filming. I know. I want. I want more of him. I. I, 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 like, I feel. Do. I, I. I do. But I also feel like I don't like as a judge. I'm like he's very like he hasn't like he's not like standing out as a judge. Like I. He has. No. He says some good stuff, and he's very like he's he's not coming across as an asshole at all. Like you don't really have like I feel like Valentina and Alita share like the more bitchy role of the judging panel. Yeah. Um. But he's just like. I don't know. He hasn't done anything that makes me like be like, oh yeah, that's right. He's a, he's a guest judge or he's the judge for this. Yeah. He's not like, he's not popping for me. All right. First up are the Mexi Mommies, comprising of Team Matraca. Matraca will record first, and she is trying to channel her inner Matraca and be that um, she's just going to say her name. Amazing. <laughs> Good for her. Apparently, it was very well done, and it was very quick. I uh, guess we're going to hear what she's going to say in the main stage. Exactly. Now it's Margaret, who is a recording artist, according to magazines. Good for her! Good for Lolita her. Lolita is liking she was her so Columbia fun. vibes. Yeah, and she's serving, but wants her to lean into it even more. That That's going to be Lolita's thing. Lean into it. And Lolita will a couple times like do line readings, and I was like, no, Lolita, take it back, because it's not working either. 
because we all remember me amo lolita lolita banana i'm sorry it's so funny the way she said it it just made no sense Mm -hmm. because she was trying to do spanish and french and it was it's it didn't work it didn't work no it was it was just a hot mess yeah it's Serena's turn, and well, she will gag the girls as she's actually damn good. And her lyrics were quite naughty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she seems like she likes, she's a naughty girl. It's Rahina, and she's going to sing, right? No. We're getting a rap. And I think that is what will be the killer of her possible victory this week, but we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Mexican mommies are done. Because we have so much more content to get into, I don't know. This I feel like these episodes of Drag Race Mexico are very rushed. It does feel like they rush certain things, and then other things just kind of like linger. Like la- like last week's musical felt like it did go on a little. It was the than longest musical. It was so. It long. was the longest musical, and I was just like, and I'm all, but we didn't see them like rehearse we didn't see it was just more of a like hi boom we're in the musical it was yeah it's it's weird how they pace certain things or even untucked doesn't sometimes feel like they're giving enough to to uh to the backstage we're gonna talk about that we, we're gonna talk about that uh las palanquetas aka timar hennies is up next why is this their name because they're sweet colorful and they go hard <laughs> i heard that about you i'm sweet colorful and go hard yeah, yeah. We start with Artenis, who was having some confidence this week, and she's singing, and I was like, good for her. It's a solid vocal. And then Lolita's like, I'm getting Julie Andrews, but I want Alejandro Guzman. Didn't work for her. She didn't, she wants more. <sighs> Next oh. up is Lady Cato, and um, she's awful at singing. Her words, not mine. What she serves, allegedly, is good, because that's what they told me, but with comedic mm-hmm. lyrics, um, I guess it worked for her. I think when it comes to singing, as long as you, I think if you can just like at least find your notes, even if you, even if you, even if you lose it, like at least least if you can get some type of rhythm, they can make it, they can auto tune the shit to make you sound good. Um, Because there have been some girls. Oh my good gay girly God. Oh my good gay girly God. Oh God. Oh. Oh, now we got Legato Bato who sing talks, and then I'm like, okay, she got some nerves, and Lolita has to hop in to give her an attitude check. And I was like, oh my god, attitude check? Is this like Dungeons and Dragons? I'm feeling like everything's a check now. Um, Anita tells her she needs to love it. Um, I was like, is this a gotta exit? Is this a gotta victory edit? We're gonna watch and find out because it's mm-hmm. gonna be one of the two. Yeah, it did feel, it did feel like her. It did feel like her, she was the episode where it's like, oh, is this going to be her week to shine? Or am I, or am I, or am I losing another like person I thought was going to be a front runner? But again. Right. All right. Finally, it's Christian Peralta who, let's be honest, was anyone shocked she'd get it in one take? No, no. No. They call her Laura Leon and then she does an impression of Laura Leon. And yeah, I love her. She's great. She's very good at everything. It's she's been, she's been, me at this point because I do like Christian. She's been crushing it. She's been crushing it. Yeah, she's coming across. She's very much like, um, you know, the vibe she's getting. It's a uh, Bianca Del Rio in season six, where it's like yep. she's crushing everything, and it's just like, and it's not because the her competitors are so bad, but it's like she's just so good. Yeah. 
And this is all we're going to get as far as girl group practice. No choreo because it's Elimination Day, which is actually present this week. We didn't eliminate it uh, like we did last week. Mm-hmm. The lights of the workroom turn off because it is, in fact, Elimination Day. And then they turn on. Serena is feeling confident after a few days of being in a bottom. I'm sorry, being a bottom. Being a bottom? Being one? I don't know. My mistake happens all the time. <laughs> Bottoms. Mm-hmm. Someone is leaving. And Mara isn't there. But why? Well, it's somebody's birthday. Time to celebrate the day of Matraka. What kind of what kind of cake do you like for your birthday? I am kind of a fan of a I, you know what I, I'm a fan of a red velvet. I really like red Ooh. velvet cake. I really love red velvet Shocker cake. Shocker colors! Look at you. I know. I also like blue velvet cakes. Have you ever had one of those? They're good too. No, no. what's that? Mm-hmm. It's essentially instead of instead of red instead of red, it's uh, it's blue. So it's like. Um, I don't know. I don't know how it's made differently, but I've had it once. So I'm like, it's the same kind of like, I think it's a cream cheese frost and all that shit, but um, it's a blue cake mix instead of a red cake mix. Um, Sounds so like good. it's for lesbians. Could be for lesbians, <laughs> but also someone made a black velvet cake once. And I was all, that's what I want for my birthday. Someone make me this. I like cheesecake. So if someone wants to get me a strawberry cheesecake for my birthday on January 20th, I will be very happy. Thank you. This cake looked like it had munchkins on it. We represent the lollipop guild, the lollipop guild, the lollipop guild. Matraka thinks they needed this five minutes to eat cake and take a break. Uh, apparently, he's filming is very hard on this show. They need to break. Well, Why I'm wondering how many Matraka? days they actually get between episodes because it's like right. they they may not be like they may be like hi. We only have a girls. Keep going. Keep moving. We have two weeks to get this out. <laughs> We the girls from Brazil are coming in next. Get ready, get I ready. I know we gotta get we gotta be done before Brazil starts. Mario oh. will ask Matraka how it feels to celebrate her birthday on Drag Race, and she says that these days she's been thinking about her childhood, which was like literally yesterday because she is a literal child. Mm-hmm. She gets sentimental as she is achieving her dreams that were in her heart for so long. She says she was very depressed as a child because she had a lot of problems at school and didn't have a lot of time for herself. She explains she was her parents' parent for a long time. It was a dark time in her life as she was bullied in school and then didn't feel any better at home when she was there as she was sad. She would hold back tears at home but says the only thing that helped her was drawing or being an artist. She would tell herself that she would be a star one day and they'll all see who she is. Now, I can't believe... The show is making the bitch cry on her birthday. I mean, I get it. It's her party. She can cry if she wants to. But usually I cry on my birthday because either the twink I like doesn't say anything to me or my legit actual friends don't share a story on their Instagram in my honor. Like, how rude. (laughs) She's crying because of trauma? Come on, that's selfish. I cry because I'm like, ugh, I'm older. Francis, I, I wake up and go one more one, one year closer to death's door to death's sweet sweet embrace now Matraka says there was a lot of sad and abusive things that she's now able to talk about and the fact that she's there talking about them can inspire future generations and future families to encourage their kids to express and love themselves the person Matraka is now is nothing like the person she was years ago she's proud to be there living her dream now I felt like this entire conversation on Matraka's end was kind of coded. Mm-hmm. She wasn't saying outly, outwardly what happened, but the context clues were there that perhaps her 
finding herself and her sexuality, it wasn't well received. Received, yeah. Which and I can obviously, see. There was some drinking, perhaps abusive family. Um, so she didn't really have the best childhood, did she? Mm-hmm. Well, because there is a thing in Spanish culture where a lot of times when you when you're with, with when you're gay, it is very much if you, it's it's one thing to be gay and still be a little masculine. It's another thing to be gay and feminine. So I think it's probably it was probably more in that line of he is a sense here's a sensitive boy who found love in with in drawing and making art and probably had a very machismo father. Mm-hmm. And once he was like, oh, I like boys, it was probably well, I, it, it, I, without knowing, but it could be speculation would be, you know, he probably, you know, wanted to get the, the dad probably wanted to beat the gay out of him. That's possible. Margaret tells us that she too had to grow up on her own and says hearing Matraka's story really made her feel connected. We're now going to pivot to actually getting their makeup on, which is funny because they were all already baking in the moment. Like, like girls, I, we're not that dumb. It is always the worst when they have them cry when they have half their face on. I'm like, well, do you know how much work they have to like do to to like recover again? To be like, oh fuck, I have to redo this, I have to redo that because it's now stained with my with my tears. Let's bring it to the runway as our hostesses are ready to serve. Valentina is giving us this bold 60s pattern, giant 60s hair. Is she trying to be Mexican Lady Bunny? Maybe, maybe she, maybe that's her life goal is to be, uh, is to be Lady uh, Lady Bonica of uh, Mexico. Then we have Lolita who really needs to slow it down on the highlighter, but she looks like a little fairy princess. Very sensational. <laughs> Our panel this week includes Oscar Madrazo, who looks like he's going to a masquerade. Uh, then we have trans legend known as Alejandro Bugue, who stands up, and she is a fun-time gal. Are you familiar with her work? I'm not, but it was just like, I was like, she just was like, so much fun on the runway. I, I thought she... She was not did... wearing a blanket like RuPaul. Mm-mm, mm-mm. She was, I think she was having a blast being there, and I was like, I'm like, good for you, good for you, have fun. We have some girl bands to watch. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's get to it. Las Paraquetas. First up to perform, I see Soy Yo. I'm not going to lie. This song sounded like it was mixed in Garage Band. The beat was so basic. <laughs> this is not how I thought they would serve a first season song. Like, we've had some songs literally pop off. This mm-hmm. was oof. Was Leland not available? Is is, is he it not was under Leland contract for know, everything? Leland doesn't know Spanish. That's that's what it was. Um, mm-hmm. There was. Well, um, hello, Valentina. You just talked to Valentina. She can she can be like Lolita translate. Okay. <laughs> there was little cohesion in looks, which was a bit of a letdown for this group. Mm-hmm. Um, their set because they had a set uh, had motorcycles and hot men playing with hoses. So there's that. Yeah. At least we had hot men with hoses. Um, why? What was the correlation to the song? Did they pick it? Did the show pick it? What ha- happened? I don't know, because again, we didn't really get them discussing choreo, because normally we'll get at least a choreo number put in so we can kind of indicate like, up oh, they're struggling with choreo, so that means they're probably going to do better. 
or oh they're they're coming across too polished so you know they're gonna fuck it up you know all right first up is our hennies and how can you say you're the best drag queen if you can't even lip sync your own lyrics it was like from the gate i was like girl you why do you look like you're so why do you look so nervous i was like she, she looked fine but the performance was messy mm-hmm. Gatavato and the fucking split spin that was a moment she yeah Gara gala was the, the uh, standout of the group like she was the one that stood out the most around my point you're you're good I didn't think that her lyrics were great, but her performance was solid. And you know what? Rock out with the cock out. Yep. Now, I, maybe it was a different color, but didn't Lady Kato literally just wear this look during the commercial? Maybe she's like limited in her dancewear, but this, um, in the lighting also, the breast color was Casper the Ghost White. Mm. What happened? I don't, you know what? It could be the fact that, like, they, um, the painting for the stage, a lot of them still probably, I don't think, uh, quite know how to. I think she was funny in her lyrics, but they just really lacked substance. She didn't have any, like, gotcha moments. Yeah. And finally, we have Christian, who was quite transformative. For a queen who is known for illusions, she is a chameleon. She can give mm-hmm. you any kind of look on that runway. Um, I think her lyrics were good for her. It was family forward and she is coming to win. Is she a team player? I don't think so. She was her in her own world. Oh yeah. It was, it was very much. She was, she pretty much came out being like, I'm the Beyonce. You're all Michelle's. Yeah. Overall, I think the track is what threw me off and that's why I didn't connect with this team. Yeah. It's a, the track wasn't, it, it did feel like their lyrics and the, and the bass song didn't quite mesh well and and then it did feel like they were just like they were each doing their own thing it didn't feel like it really didn't feel like a group performance it felt like hi we're four girls that got put together um and don't want to be here now it's time to watch the mexi mommies who are on public transport it seems (laughs) was it a bus was it a subway i don't know what it was i don't know yeah i will say yeah I really appreciated that the song started off with the words and by words, they said their names. Very smart and an mm-hmm. easy way to free up a line in the verse when you would normally introduce yourself. Yep. Again, no cohesion in their looks, but hey, what are we going to do about it? This is what they presented. This is what they brought. Yeah. This is what we're going to have to get. I love that their first group choreo moment was like the reverse UK hunt, but just like filthier. Like they were slapping mm-hmm. those asses. Yep. Love we're like we're gonna get dirty we're gonna get filthy let's do this this is what i want from a performance of this nature matraca looked fantastic oh. that look was so fun and i bet many will be replicating it or are doing something inspired by it already oh it was yeah when she came out i was like oh this look this look yes i think yeah that was my favorite performance look i didn't to I didn't know what to expect from her, but she was on point and truly had a great energy. She broke free and gave a good performance. Mm-hmm. Serena was good, but the look was a miss. I liked her rap. That was her strong point here. Yeah, her strong point was she had a good verse, but it was like her look just seemed like I don't have anything performance-wise. Ooh, let, this shirt would work. 
And it's not even like, yeah, it's a, like, it's such a, uh, yeah. It's, uh, I really, I really wish how she's a superstar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she's looking like a furry. Uh, hey, no king shaming. Furry, fur, furries can be superstars too. Uh, she is sugary sweet and she did her part well. Mm-hmm. Regina, what can I, I adore her? She rapped. And that was a bold move when she could have sang the entire thing. I needed more of that final note, but that's just me being very selfish and loving her voice. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. Overall, this was my favorite group. I don't know if theirs had more bass or beat, but this group excelled much more. Like it almost felt like their track was a little faster and it, it was more cohesive. Well, yeah, like I mentioned, like when I first hopped on, I said it, it felt like I'm like going, were they two different tracks? Because they felt like two different tracks. I know in like every so like in like, uh, what was it? UK three, where they're like, hi, we're going to give you a disco version and like a ballad version of the same song. And the ballad was like, no, the ballads, this is a banger. And, but I'm like, going, no, if they gave them the same one, I'm like, going, the production was like, we're going to slow this one down. Uh, because based on how the lyrics were coming across, I don't, I don't know, because it, it felt like it was they did two yeah. different numbers. It didn't feel like it was the same song at all. I agree. Um, if I were to give a victory to a team, it would be the Las Mexi Mommies. And that's what I thought. I'm like going, if they're going to do a team win, here you go with like Matraka getting like the actual win and the rest of the girls being high. But then it was like I think. On the flip side, I don't think they wanted to let go of anyone in the other group. I think Argenis was the only one they were like, well, we can get rid of you. I was waiting for her to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, category is Mexican flowers in honor of the runway. We will be playing Blooming or Wilting. Do you have Blooming a favorite Mexican again. flower? No, I don't even have a favorite flower. I have a, I have a black thumb. Um, nothing. Uh, literally, if anyone gives me flowers, I wait for them to die, and then I have them dried up in a bouquet. You you probably even kill silk flowers, too. The one I have is still... No, that silk flower is still good. All right, all right, <laughs> the, all right. the one that goes in my hair every so often. <laughs> Margarita, Le Rojo, and Edsar Sanchez. Wow, this was something. Uh, she had dressed up as the prehistoric Chicha Pili. Now, I get it. Part of her aesthetic is cute and playful and cartoonish, but wow, this was something out of an anime, and I would like to put it back inside the anime. The colors were vibrant, but the flowers were not the stars of the show, as they were simply comical on the arms. The pattern on the skirt didn't even look like the floral pattern. I think she was getting that plastic gold effect in the armor pieces as they felt like they were really brothers. I know she does graphic beats, and I think the detailing is well done, but this looks like Bowser's kid sister got messy in the makeup drawer. This was not the tea hunting. Yeah, it it feels a little, um, I hate to say the term, arts and crafts. It it, it felt like it's like there's there's elements of this that's like, you know, if it was a different type of material, I think it would, like, work a lot better or it's like this this is like to me like a first draft idea and then be like all right this is what i want to do now how do we make it better and it didn't feel like this was a finalized product it feels like this is like a first draft and she never went back to it 
Alejandra says that she didn't really define her look as by the end they understood that it was an Aztec ritual. In the show, she says she was one of the best with the choreography. Lolita loved her in the girls group and says that she was really fun to watch and says her verse was smart. She says it was a fun look, very her, very youthful, very fresh. Valentina says she doesn't like the fabric and the flowers look very plastic. She says the shape doesn't tell her which Mexican flowers they are. Wilting. I'm going wilting. It's a wilt. It's a wilt. Audience, 28% blooming, 72% wilting. Garavado, look by Viche, hair by Hernando Garcia, jewels by Gustavo Alguero. I think there was something very fashionable about this, and I think had it been executed with a bit more precision, I would have given it a super praise. I mm-hmm. think the shoulder elements are a bit flimsy, which takes away from the grandeur of the look. The dress part looks like she's engulfed in flowers, and it's really striking. The color palette of pink, orange, and blue, very pretty. I wish the mesh middle part was a singular element. Like, I didn't need the knit moment personally. I don't know why it wasn't one single piece. Yeah, the having it be two pieces really felt off to me. Um, like, if it was one singular piece, I, I would be like, that's fine. But I, yeah, I can see what you say. Like, if her, the shoulders were a little more structured, um, I think that would be, it would help define it a little bit more. But yeah, the like, when she's standing there, it looks like she's just, like, bursting out of, like, uh, um, a rose garden. Uh, I thought, yeah, it was a really, a really good look for me. Lolita says the look is beautiful, saying it's high fashion and tasteful. She says it screams Mexico because of the flowers and the reference they all understand. Valentina says that she seemed to be nervous during rehearsals, as she tells her to not be nervous and believe in herself. And if she does get nervous, take a hit of what Margaret Iya has, aka hype. Alejandra says the dancing moved her and says her skill is obvious. She says when she's in front of catty bitches, it's more normal to be on edge. So when she did the down pirouette, it was perfect, but she hesitated. Gada will say thank you to Alejandra for inspiring queer people and says thanks to her. She's standing there today. I will give this look a blooming. It's a blooming. Audience 83% blooming, 17% wilting. Rahina Voce, look by Eric George and Luis Angelito Barnell, hair by JCT Producciones, jewels by Gustavo Aguera, nails by Leon Price, and Pimico. Perfection. She is giving you this beautiful pageant-ready gown with these floral accoutrements blended with a hint of butterfly. The bottom of that dress is exquisite. I think mm-hmm. I would have swapped out the butterflies on her hair for flowers, as you can see they were in fact paper. The mug is beautiful. That hair is giving me Davina DeCampo, and now I think that the two of them are going to have the same destiny. I'm not too keen on that happening, but um, whatever. The rich dark green paired with the red is quite striking, and yet I'm not seeing Christmas. Love that little peekaboo cutout, but again, strike mm-hmm. the butterfly that landed in the middle of it. Yeah, I think if, it, if the butterflies on her head had been like Margot Bouquet of Roses, I think it would have been like mm-hmm. very, very hot. Um, and this week was a week of like roses because you had her uh, it, for this runway, and then um, Alexa Michelle and Lala Ree's finale looks for all-stars both had like rose elements to it yeah. as well so it's like it was a great week to wear rose uh yeah overall overall i can see in the top picture i am getting that dude being in the capital vibe on like even how her facial or her her makeup is it's like once you said it i'm like oh now i can't unsee it yep it's blooming oh total bloom audience agrees 100 blooming our honey snow designers listed 
every roan rose has its thorn every cactus has its prick i think that the color story with the dark green felt like a rose with thorns so i wish she did choose a hue a bright a bit brighter or two we've certainly seen looks inspired by this before and in that respect it's not groundbreaking but it is executed well i love the hair very bold very fun green lips didn't love this is really pretty but i want it to be blown away yeah, I think it's a great start. Like, I, I don't mind the green lips, you know. I, I'm, you know, envy. Gotta go with green. Um, I did like the hot pink hair playing with it. Um, it did read um, Uma Thurman Poison Ivy, um, but I'm not mad yes, at it that. Did. It's the lips. It's the lips, yeah. That's fair. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not mad at the look, but it's also, I can feel like, I can see where she could go, where she could have gone a little more, um, or a little different. Lolita says she really liked the look. She loves the gemstones and how it shines. It reminds her of Paloma's looks. You know, the winner of Drag Race <laughs> France. She says you know the girl performer, I lost to. <laughs> mm-hmm. She wasn't memorable and that might be worse than doing it wrong. Oscar says that her look is very yeah. original and very different and says her makeup is extraordinary. He loves the hairstyle. Valentina says she's doubting herself too much and the pressure is getting to her. She wants her to stop thinking about her insecurities and stand before them as the bad bitch she is. I will give this a blooming. I'm going to give it a soft bloom. I'll give it a soft bloom. Audience, 84% blooming, 16% wilting. Serena Morena, look by BJ Bautista Barba, hair by Joyce Vidard. This could have been the look of the night if it was enhanced, elevated, and extraordinary. The concept of a beautiful is beautiful being a lily. The colors are perfectly placed. The neck up, remarkable with the shape of the neck piece being the flower, the hair being the pistol. But when we got to the stem, it's green fabric, and that's it. I needed the pizzazz of drag. Give me stones, give me satin, give me something that's going to heighten this look and blind the homos in the back of the room. It's a remarkable silhouette with a very flat aura. Mm-hmm. Or even if she was going to do something that simple, I would have liked to maybe have done like black on the sides to really kind of element that that's, it's like a flower stem. Then sure. more just like, hi, I'm wearing, I'm essentially in a way, it's like she's just wearing a tube dress. It almost with a, with a really like nice headpiece. It's almost like I was in a high school musical. Yeah, like exactly like the neck up. Her Plant face is five. gorgeous. The makeup is like the makeup is great. The I love the hairdo. The white collar of the lily is like beautiful. But yeah, but then when you zoom out and just look at like the rest of the dress, you're like it just is like it's too simple. Like, yeah, like you said, if it had, like, some sort of stoning. Imagine if it was stoned. Stoning, or even if it was, like, if it was, like, different shades of green. Like, something. Yeah. Sure. Lolita says that she did really good, but next to her, there were three very strong girls with much personality, command, and experience on stage. Details she likes very much, including the gloves being part of the dress as it's giving Balenciaga. She says the shoe color gets perfectly, goes perfectly with everything else, but says it lacks a ring and tells her to always wear earrings. Okay, mm-hmm. Valentina, thanks. Alejandra loved the look and imagine one of Hans dressed like that with her godmother bun. She says the wig is something they've seen before, so she didn't love it. She mm. wanted something more lavish. I like the wig. 
I don't care that we've seen it before. It's a, it's a beehive. What do you like? I know. I'm giving her a soft blooming. Um, and I, I am going to go with, she just started to wilt. So she's the very tip of the wilt team. And I'm against 50% wilting, 50% blooming, right in the middle. Matraca, look by Verde Interior Decoration, hair by Molly Blue. Come on, Peyote, let's get sickening. This has all mm-hmm. the makings of a beautifully rich Mexican heritage look. I just wish it was a little more floral. The headpiece has some flowers mixed within the leaves, yeah. so I went for that category. The crocheted look was phenomenal. It was revealing just enough, and it was crafted so richly. This is the color I wanted for our hennies. I think Matraka got away with doing her own thing because of the artist that she is. Yeah, yeah. I think they, they let her, her artistic liberties take, because even have that comment from, is it Gala, that's like, Peyote is not even a flower. <laughs> I was like, ooh, someone's bitter. It's a plant. Um, it's a plant. But I think it's, yeah, her look came out. It was just like, and also like, we don't really get crocheted looks on the runway. Um, so it was nice to kind of see this. Um, it looks like she's a little doily. You just put her on top of the toilet paper in your grandma's uh, bathroom. <laughs> all right. Unlike Drag Race Espana 3, it didn't take all season long for Valentina to finally understand that it's just Matraca and not Matraca, which is her Instagram handle. Oh, like BTA Lilita, Queen? BTA <laughs> Queen. Lilita to the very end. Literally the last episode. Uh, Lolita will ask her to explain her look, and Matraka says she is a peyote cactus. Oscar says looks don't need to be explained, just like in fashion shows. We see it, and boom, it's striking or it isn't. Lolita completely loved her girls' band, loved saying it was fashion, Mexican, and beautiful. I will give this a blooming. I'm going to give it a blooming as well. Audience, 70% blooming, 22% wilting. Lady Caro... Look by Madame Maria Ponce, hair by Limonada La Barbie Deluxe. We got to help her out with silhouette. She loves big and bold, mm-hmm. and it's just repetitious and not working for her advantage. She's given Orchid as if it was crafted from a design challenge. The yeah. lime green and purple are such a similar hue that there is no variation or texture that breaks it up that allows us to take it all in. The neck up, stunning. She's always beeped, and the hair is really pretty, but... She is afraid of body, which is funny because she just bounced her boobs. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is because even in the last challenge when they were doing the, the commercial, it was very much like she was big breasted, like boobs up up to her elbow, like up to her eyelids kind of thing. So it's weird. Like when she puts on the breastplate, it's like she's OK with body. But I think but otherwise, like when she's trying to do something like this, she doesn't want to show the curves. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like uh, the face up. Oh gorgeous like gorgeous she knows how to paint she's so fucking beautiful but it's like i like the look but i don't think it's the it's not the right look for this challenge um and it does give me like kimchi vibes yep Lolita says she didn't do enough in the performance she was expecting a lot of tit bouncing and she was on edge she says she was lukewarm Valentina says that they were enamored by her that they have high expectations she says her look looks like Vermelia lent it to her she says <laughs> before she left she was like here you can keep it sis and then added some flowers um, if I were Vermelia I would be fucking fuming uh huh 
They're Alejandra, like, oh, kick me when I'm down. Okay. <laughs> Alejandra loved the look and agrees with the other judges that she needs to test the textures. She says she has to test from afar if it works or not and has to look under the light. She says maybe at home or wherever she had made it look stunning, but on stage something didn't look right. And I agree. I will go wilting. I'm still going to give it like the softiest of soft blooms. Audience agrees with you. 65% blooming, 35% wilting. And finally, Christian Peralta, no designers listed. I love that she's going for a warmer color palette because mm -hmm. um, whatever, but she's being the Dahlia. She's giving you the pistol in the abdomen up. I think this works well for the category, and it's nice to see a more creative and artistic approach for Christian on the runway. The LED lights weren't necessary simply because they didn't add anything to the story. Is it one of her best? No. Is it passable? Yes. Yeah, I think what she's wanted to do with the LEDs just didn't feel like when she said it, I was like, wait, what? I don't see anything. And then I was looking at it and I'm like, oh, that's where they're at. I'm like going, yeah, it didn't feel like it added anything to this runway at all. Um, it was, I, I do feel like it's a nice look, but it's not one of my favorites for one. I'll give it a blooming. It's going to get a blooming, yeah. Audience, 78% blooming, 22% wilting. They worked in teams, but they're going to be judged individually. Rahina Voce, Christian Peralta are safe they're oh, their their faces too when they got called safe i was like "Ooh, girl that leaves matraca serena margaret argenis gala and lady caros the tops and bottoms do you agree no no i feel like because i feel like it should have been a group win um and i think based on the critiques i think it would have been lady caro and argus for the lip sync um, but I don't think maybe they don't want to see Lady Carol go just yet. And that's why they're like, but we're ready for Serena to, yeah. to, to, to um, they were okay with either Serena or Argus going. That's why they're like, we're going to keep this as a, um, as we're breaking your heart. That in this group, they said Margaret Iyad did better than Rohina Voce. Are you fucking kidding mm -hmm. me? I, I don't I don't get it. Um, Lolita Valentina, you got some splaining to do. We head backstage where our front runners are simply safe during the week they thought they'd excel. They know they will irk people by saying they should have been in the top, but I mean, <laughs> facts are facts. Mm -hmm. Rakina thinks that the panel wants her to surprise them, and I think that's probably part of what it is, which is probably why she rapped, and that's why I think she didn't win, is because she didn't sing. Yeah, I think she tried to do something different, and they're like, mm, "It's not what we wanted from you, so we're gonna, we're not gonna give you any, we're not gonna give you the praise that you think you deserve." The tops and bottoms are here to tell them what happened. Margaret doesn't understand what they want from her, saying she's really trying, she's really confused. Matraka will tell them they didn't understand her look, even though they liked it. Gala is going to throw a bus literally on top of Serena, who tells the room that Serena was under fire this week. She didn't feel that way. She says that they told her that she was good, but the others just outshined her. And the look was okay, but they wanted better. Serena knows that the jury is starting to want more and more, but you can't do it sometimes. And by can't do it sometimes, she already brought her package. What else is she going to exactly, do? Exactly. Exactly. And that's the problem when they keep telling like, we want you to do this. And this is like, well, the sheet that was given to me, these are the runway categories. So this is what I came prepared with. So now what I have is not good enough for you. So it's like, how am I supposed to make this better? Yeah. Arhenis says, well, it's a record on repeat of last week where they liked one part, but they didn't like the other. Lady Carol says she's fucked. And that's on that. 
We yeah. really rushed through this one and didn't learn anything new. I want an untouched Sorry, like give me drama. I was expecting. I would, you know what? I was expecting more more drama in Untucked with the girls, but we yeah. they haven't been as dramatic. And I'm wondering if it's like there's still too many of them. Like it's listen, like, listen, we know Latinas they they can be feisty. Where's the fire? Mm-hmm. Where's the bitch slapping? I want it. Let's see it. You know what? Maybe they need uh, Luchadora masks in uh, at a wrestling ring. I tell you, if we don't get it this season, I want to. I want to rest. I want to bring back the wrestling challenge from season four, and I want them to be in Luchadora masks. Mas. I that's what I want. That's what that's what I want. The girls are back, and we got some results. The winner of the week is Garavato, and surprise, a second winner, Matraka. I actually thought they were going to give Matraka the win based on their original comments. And when it went to Gala, I was going, okay, you know, she was good last week and they didn't really give her anything. And that's when Lolita was like, oh, one second, pulls out the fan, I'm all, they're going to do it to win. And then when you had, and then having Valentina just go, fuck, fuck it, it, you win too. I was like, no, Valentina, okay. If you, can, Gala... if you can save two girls with one of the worst lip syncs ever on Drag Race, you can give her the win. The you can do a shared win. So pissed. She was so mm-hmm. pissed. Mm-hmm. So mad. Margaret. Which I get. Which I get. If you 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 don't want to be like, oh, then we both won. But it's it really did feel like it was like, hi, we have the two best people, the two that were adequate, and then like the two bad ones. It was like one for every group was like in every category. Margaret and Lady Kettero are safe leaving Arhenis and Serena Morena as the bottom two. Do you agree? I don't. I didn't know. I'm it was like, Lady Keto in the bottom instead of Serena. I, that's when I. That's why I was saying. I'm like, if you were going to Lady Caro and, and Argenis, would you think Serena and Lady Caro should have been in the bottom, or no, Argenis and Lady Caro? Lady Caro. Yeah. So it's like the two, the the other group should have been your bottom two, and be like, you two were great, but this is why you two are going to be in the bottom. But it was like, I felt production was ready to say goodbye to either Arhenis or Serena. That's why they made Serena the bottom. That's why they say Lily Caro. So I think they still, they think they want more from her and they're hoping that she delivers. So if she doesn't deliver by next week, they're going, well, we saved you last week. So we're going to get rid of you this week. The song is Amor Prohibido by Selena Grintinilla. Uh, why are we not saving her for, for the finale? What is, I thought this was sure Selena was going to be the finale lip sync song. Well, maybe they'll do two. Maybe we'll get Bitty Bitty Bong Bong as the finale. Could you imagine as the big finale? Oh my God, that would have been brilliant. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got Paulina Rubio, we have Selena. Um, pro- at this point, my money would be on Talia probably as the finale. Probably, yeah. This song is a classic. And this was a pretty solid lip sync because both have proven they can win a lip sync. And this was just going to be a battle of who can prove that they wanted this a little more. Yep. I could have seen this in a universe where things didn't happen the way they did in the first lip sync. This could have been a double save, but um, I think it was the end of the line for Serena as far as excelling in the competition. Argenis has yeah. more to give on the runway, and she has a win, so I think track record was a really big selling point here. Yeah, because when you look at it, it's like this is this is our Genesis. Was this her first time in the bottom or her second time? Second. This was her second. It was both her second times in the bottom. But you're but you had a girl who had a, actually third won time a challenge. For, um, for, oh yeah, it was it was uh, Serena's third time. Yeah, yeah, so it's like you have you've had someone who's like this is their third bottom, second bottom, but one has a win and one has one doesn't. So yeah. 
in the end, our heading to Sage, we say goodbye to Serena. Do you agree? I do. I, I think it's like if they had not wasted the double save that first episode, I think this was this would have been a worthy double save. Um, but I think it's like it was it felt like, you know, it's her time to go. It's just like I think with our Hennis too is her storyline has been so like they've been like she's been like dogpiled on the last two episodes. Yeah. Where I feel like I feel like they need her to like leave happy. Like, I feel like if they would have gotten it, one of the things where it's like, if she would have gone home this week, it, it was like, you know, it's just like, yeah, that would just been really bad for her. I will say my favorite moment of the lip sync did come from Serena when she um, just started to lift up that dress and she was like a, an, an auntie at a quinceanera dance on the dance floor. <laughs> she was pulling us uh, Samantha Valentine's throwing oh boy, all the clothes. Oh boy. All right. I got some burning questions to wrap this podcast. Are you mm-hmm. ready? Yes. What is Serena's legacy? Um, dance moves. She was a good dancer, um, and she was a, a worthy lip sync opponent. Um, but yeah, but I think like competition wise, she didn't really ever pop aside from yeah. her her little like you know back and forth with Arhenis like the last two she, episodes. She really was a middle of the pack performer on the show in a in a room of a lot of stars. Yeah. Who won the week? Who had the best episode? Matraka. All right, I'm going to give it to Rahina. I really do think mm-hmm. Rahina had a good episode. Um, next week, we got Snatch Game coming up. Who will do well and why is it Christian Peralta? I was going to say it's going to be Christian because I think Christian is really this good is their at thing. This is their thing. Like, So I feel like if anyone is the one to watch, it's going to be Christian. I feel like, I think, I feel like Regina will do okay. But I don't know how anyone else is going to do uh, next week. I feel like yeah. it's all because none of them are like outwardly funny. Um, and I don't know exactly like if it's going to be because a lot of them are young. I'm wondering if we're going to get a lot of like more youth driven characters. And it's going to be like, I can act like them, but I can't make them funny kind of thing. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out. We'll find right, out. After five episodes, the winner of the season is. Um, it's between Christian and, and Rahina. Uh, it, it, I mean, yes. I think the winner is going to be Christian just because, like, the arc, even from the first episode, mm-hmm. once we found out, family man, daddy yeah. with a kid, come on. We know where yeah. this is going. It's going to Christian. It's Tyrus Anchez all over again. Christian will be a glorious third-place finisher behind Carmen mm-hmm. Ferrala and Envy Peru on uh, Global yeah. Monsters. Yep. All right, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, any projects you want to plug? I am on uh, Instagram as Harry is Precious as Harry, Venmo, Precious Envy, and you can find me uh, on the street corner looking for money. There it is. Thank you for being here. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for having me.